Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Ah, uh, Patriots, we've got your back. We tend to take democracy for granted in America. I just want the freedom to tell the stories that I need to tell. But the fact is, men have fought and died. For the sacred right we exercise today. Feeling patriotic. I love this country. I love this country. This is the Bob Cordaro Show on WILK News Radio. Good morning, everyone. It's 9 a.m. in Northeast Pennsylvania, Monday, March 6, 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro Show. I am he. And as always, it is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides. Let us begin today's battle. A reminder, the Bob Cadaro Show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. The Club for Common Sense is convening its daily meeting, providing a sanctuary of sanity for you to bathe in, to luxuriate in, should you so desire. On appointment radio, 9 to noon, here on WILK. Well, there are so many vets that we have lost over these past two weekends. And my friend Barney Smith from Wilkesbury, my friend Joan Hodawanitz from Scranton, send those in to me. And uh, I'm going to go through them tomorrow. But there was one that I had that that, um, Barney sent in, and that is, uh, and and my mother mentioned one, which I, and I said, Joan, uh, she said there was a really interesting obit for a a veteran that was in the paper. Yes, I don't get the paper. I mean, they're awful. I just can't, I don't do it. So I and I you know and I look I have to look at it five days a week here, which is plenty for these rags. But uh, Barney sends me these. Um, he sends me, as does Joan. But they send me these envelopes that are like almost un. You can't get in them. It's almost like it's a secret code or something. But I got one today. From Barney, Carl Kelly, who's only 60, from Shikshini. 26 years U.S. Air Force. 
He was a radar technician. And then he served all over. We'll be talking about him today. And then uh, he was a commander at the American Legion Post in Shikshini. And he was at Fort Ricketts VFW. Like, he, just a consummate veteran. And he's going to be buried at our great state cemetery, Fort Indiantown Gap National Cemetery. So we'll, we'll just mention him today. We've got um, David DeCosmo today. About 9.30 or so he's going to call in. Just an historical fact. This is the anniversary of the Alamo. Remember the Alamo. And David DeCosmo, our local historian, points out an, a, an interesting historical connection from our area to this event. And, of course, John Perillo on Monday Musings. He'll be on at 10 o'clock. And uh, I'm hoping my friend Joe Pastor is listening down at Schuylkill. But, uh, yeah, we, we've got a lot to do today, as, as you always do on, you know, weekends. you got a weekend cleanup. And uh, so over the weekend, Friday night, Cutie and I stayed home. And then Saturday, my daughter Anna was in for Sacramento, so Saturday... My former wife threw a little party up at Montage, and they had their own party at Montage. Uh, I forget what it's, something fest. So we were up up there, and uh, it was fabulous. I just, you know, I, I complimented my friend Charlie Jefferson. I said, Charlie, you're you're creating an event out of whole cloth. They're just creating a a great event. There was fireworks, everything. The Saturday was just it was just fabulous. And I didn't get there in time, but there was a uh, the, you know the fire pits they have are still going, and so they they the family went from the fire pits. To the lodge, and the lodge was just just a great party, bands, and then fireworks and everything. So when Montage throws an event, I tell you go because it's really good. And then uh, Sunday, Cutie and I hosted a little party yesterday for Anna and her friends because she's going today. She's going back today to my heart felt regret, but she's going back to California today. Or as um, Arnold Schwarzenegger would say, California. So that's happening. And uh, But a, a good weekend. I hope you had a good weekend. It was uh, a pleasure for me, and I hope for you. And I hope you're recharged, ready to go to work, or whatever you do. Because, uh, you know, it's Monday. It's time for us to get started, right? All right, so remember on Friday, we closed with Alyssa Laser doing the national anthem. And she is going to be performing this week, and we're going to find out exactly when and where from Noel in Scranton. 
Noel, welcome back, and thank you for following up as I requested you do. Tell us what our friend Alyssa Lazar, Lazar is doing. Okay, well, the season premiere of The Voice is on tonight at 8 p.m. on NBC. Um, both nights are our season premieres, the 6th and the 7th, Monday and Tuesday. Also, with the 13th and the 14th, are going to have new contestants. So, um, as any political venue <laughs> goes on, uh, they they aren't saying what night she's appearing. Oh, really? Tough, yes. So, we don't know if it's going to be Monday or Tuesday or actually next Monday or Tuesday. They just want you to, the viewership. Yeah. Continue watching. That's the way it works. But I want to. Well, again, it's, it's um, not like it's a, it's punishment to watch The Voice. It's, I mean, they're great <laughs> singers. So so Monday. So we've got to watch uh, Monday, Tuesday, and on both weeks until she appears, which is yes. fine. Yes, and uh, the other day when you did the uh, birthday of the national anthem. I, I was I had brain fog after sixty. I think that happens to you. <laughs> but um, she sang at the Little League World Series twice. She sang at uh, PNC a few times, and she also sang uh, at the arena for Donald Trump and Mike Pence uh, when they were campaigning. That's uh, also was added to the resume that account. I wonder if that's recorded. I, we do have, and we're going to play her again today, the national oh, anthem, to close the show. John, I'm actually instructing Johnny live on air. Uh, yeah, we're going to play her again, so we'll find out. Yeah, we, we found PNC Field. We found one at the arena. I thought it was a sporting event, but uh, we'll close with the national anthem for you know from her. Yes, and I, that one you played on Friday was great, but I think she was 13 years old. Yes. Then. <laughs> it was uh, her voice was incredible at that age. I I can only imagine how good she is now. Spectacular, spectacular. Uh, you know, and again, she plays the piano, the bass guitar, guitar, harmonica. Um, played in local bars here, uh, won competitions. So a, a, a great time to enjoy somebody from the area who is actually living a dream, and hopefully, we can all make it come true. By watching and voting. Well, uh, Noel, I would like you. It, let us say for some reason I miss it because I've got to watch all those cable shows every night. Uh, so if it. I miss it, yeah, I know. <laughs> if I miss it, or actually, if any members of the audience listen miss it, maybe you could you could give us a recap. I absolutely. I want to follow this. the time. Appreciate the time, and uh, again, it's on NBC. Monday, Tuesday. What time? Uh, 8 o'clock or 9? 8 o'clock. 8 okay. o'clock, uh, March 6th, 7th, and 13th, 14th. So stay tuned, and uh, hopefully we'll have a local girl as uh, the voice champion. And we could, and Noel, we could vote after the performance, not just during the, the show. So exactly. that's why I want to keep, yeah, let's keep everybody informed. Alyssa right. Lazar, uh, I, I'm telling you. Voice from God and uh, worth worth listening to. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, thanks for your time, Bob. God bless. And, and, and we'll talk and to you very soon. Have a great day. We'll talk to you as soon as she's on. <laughs> All right. All we'll right. Do. Thank you, Noel. Appreciate it. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. 
Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Leaving trails of steaming vapor in their wake, United States bombers bound for Berlin to destroy armament industries in and around the Nazi war capital. In their first daylight mission over the heart of Hitler's fortress, American bombers combined with British air forces are pounding Germany with raids around the clock. a bomber limps home. In all, 68 American planes failed to return. But the next day and the next, American bombers returned in follow-up raids. Today, squadrons like these in ever-increasing numbers are taking the war home to Germany itself. This day, U.S. heavy bombers staged the first full-scale American raid on Berlin. Uh, the beginning of the end for the Nazis. And then this date as well, Elvis Presley's movie Kiss and Cousins premiered in theaters. So another thing we're going to be doing today is giving away uh, gift certificates, $50 gift certificates to the Highbridge House. How great is that? As I eat my... Dunkin' Don't or Dunkin' Krispy Kreme. I'll tell you the raspberry glazed donut from Krispy Kreme. I'm just fortunate there was only one in the box this morning. Our friend Bobby Adcroft, who's one of the top sales guys here, he brings them in, and they're there, and you just want to eat the whole box. But I promised Cutie I would have just one. And so I only had one. Uh, and uh, fantastic. But Elvis Presley did a movie, Kissing Cousins, this date in 64, premiering in theaters. And I guess when you watch the Elvis movie, you find out that um, Colonel Parker, his manager, uh, that he moved Elvis to complete movie uh no no concerts anything he just did movies and released records and this was one of the movies kissing cousins cute but a loss to us that he wasn't doing more and more music but hey Elvis is on the he's on our charts Murph's charts virtually every day that's how big he was now, uh, my my cousin and friend Tommy P tells me, and I, I, I have not heard about it or read about it, he said that there are snap cuts to food stamp program. And, I, you know, it's, it's I, 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 he's, he's experiencing it. Obviously, it's happening. 
And because of these cuts, you get a double whammy for people who are recipients. Because you got Bidenflation, and then there's cuts to the program. So it's a dangerous double whammy for a lot of people that need these to get on. Hmm. It's it's scary to hear about this. I just have not I have not heard more about it. But uh, so Cutie tells me that the Saturday event at the mountain was called the Music Fest, and it was great music inside and out. And great fireworks up at Montage Saturday. So, again, when they have an event, just go. Just go, because it's it's great. All right, so our friend Greg Griffin is calling in. And uh, he's telling us he's turning his petitions for Luzerne County Council today. How are you, Greg? Good, Bob. We miss you, buddy. Welcome back. Oh, good to be back. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. I'm... We need 250 signatures. I'm, I'm running for Luzerne County Council as a citizen's advocate and the people's voice. And uh, I have 350, uh, uh, 450 signatures. And so uh, we only need 250. So I'm turning them into uh, pen place today, and they're going to go through them. And uh, they, they may try and knock some out signatures, but I've got 450, so i got a good cushion. And we... You know, we do need election integrity, and uh, uh, but uh, I'm telling you, we have three Republicans uh, I'm running against. Uh, they're endorsed. They raised the taxes, the property taxes, uh, McDermott, Bianis, and Mitchell. And it's it's incredible the pain that they their tax increases is levying on the citizens. Uh, well, the, the, the Luzerne County Council, despite being nominally Republican, has done has done things that yet yeah, supposedly ten to one has been doing things, and they do have ultimate responsibility for the election fiasco. Uh, they've been doing things that I, I just scratching my head. It's incredible. Well, you know, some of them are rhinos and they're actually courthouse uh, hookups, and so we got to get them out of there and. Uh, we need Republicans that are uh, common people like like myself, married 42 years, four kids, 25 years state corrections officers. And I have all the I have the litter programs. I've helped the seniors in the basements. And I didn't do it for politics. This is a, this is a war I'm engaging in until the, uh, May 16th. I'm going to bleed, uh, but I'm going to do it. Uh, I put my Griffin name on it. Uh, I love and, it. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy that you are running. Because you've done so much good, and and you continually serve the public, and and Richard Nixon said it of all people. He in his book Leaders, an excellent book. He basically said, when you're watching people do things poorly, a leader comes forward and says, "I've got to do it better." Oh, it's it's horrible. I've I've been addressing council from the citizens' podium for four years. And I, I'm familiar with council procedures as being a citizen's advocate. And the most they tell me is, Mr. Griffin, thank you. Your three minutes is up. On the opioid epidemic, helping senior citizens with the freezing of basements, the, the littered highways, it's uh, it's incredible. And what's uh, integrity? Uh, they're, they're out to lunch, yeah. uh, these Republicans and councilors. Now, Urban's good. 
And Thornton's good. Lascavage is good. Urban's running for re-election. We need Steve. Uh, but I'm going to try. Uh, I'm going to, you know, I have to spend some of my retirement money. Uh, my wife's supporting me. Uh, she helped me with the petition list. Oh, my God. When as soon as you told the people you were a Republican, they came right out on the porch and almost hugged you. They grabbed the clipboard out of my hand. And they start talking, country, uh, you know, the United States issues. And I said, it's also politics is local. We have to, you've got to get. It all counsel. starts here. You're right. Greg Griffin, thank you so much. Good luck on your campaign. Check in with us once in a while. Let us know what's going on. All right. We're going to be waving. I'm going to be on seven different highways, rush hours, uh, evening and night, door to door. I'm going to win council back uh, the old fashioned way. Uh, meeting the people and waving have on the side of the roads. I'm not going to take any prisoners. I'm a 25-year state corrections officer. I'm going to be a voice for the people. All right. Greg Griffin, running for Luzerne County Council. Thank you very much, my friend. This Sunday, you could not cover his career on the Bob Cadaro Show on TV, which, by the way, the uh, television show, uh, the Bob Cadaro Show on TV that aired yesterday, 11.30 a.m., and airs every week, 11.30 a.m. on WNEP-TV 16. We featured Matt Geddes from Camp Freedom. And I'm telling you, you got to watch it. You've got to see it. This Camp Freedom is amazing. We've talked about it on this show, but it's now on YouTube. And then uh, this week coming up, we're going to have David DeCosmo, which is going to be great. And speaking of the aforementioned David DeCosmo, the Alamo, okay, this is the anniversary. I want you to fill us in because there's a big local connection. Yeah, a very big Pennsylvania connection, Bob. And uh, I, I hate to assume that everybody knows of the story of the Alamo because about seven or eight years ago, I, um, I mentioned this Pennsylvania connection to a young lady who was a clerk in a, in a local pharmacy. And it was as though she was a, a deer in headlights. She had, had no idea what the Alamo was. And I think most people certainly know it because there have been some major movies, including the uh, last major one uh, done by John Wayne, when he actually recreated the, the whole structure in another part of Texas. But, of course, it was uh, the fight for independence in Texas, where uh, a group of uh, volunteers, um, the number varies. We've heard 186, I've heard 230-some, were holed up in an old mission called the Alamo at San Antonio, Texas. And uh, they held off between uh, anywhere between three and 5,000 Mexican soldiers for 13 days. And as they were holding them off, um, Sam Houston, who later became president of uh, the Republic of Texas, was gathering an army and training an army. And thanks to that extra basically two weeks, uh, that army was ready to go and eventually defeated the Mexicans and and Texas gained its independence. But uh, the Alamo was surrounded by these, these soldiers. And although they had numerous chances to escape, None of the volunteers would do so. They all stayed knowing that the end would be uh, their death. And three of these guys, uh, David Potter Cummings, uh, Dr. John Purdy Reynolds, and William McDowell, were all from the Lewistown area of Mifflin County, Pennsylvania. As a matter of fact, two of them um, 
uh, Reynolds and McDowell actually uh, moved to Tennessee for a time and, and set up the town of Mifflin, Tennessee, huh. which is named named after Mifflin County, Pennsylvania. Um, they joined up with a fellow going to Texas uh, with 12 volunteers. You may have heard of the fellow. His name is Davy Crockett. And, and they rode to Texas with him. Um, they uh, they stayed there. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, one of them, the, the doctor, actually served as the medical officer at uh, the Alamo. Uh, David Cummings was a, a surveyor, and um, he has a really interesting connection that uh, I just found out about recently about a year or two ago. Not only did he go to and volunteer at the Alamo, but his dad was in the Pennsylvania legislature. And he was an officer in the War of 1812. Then he operated a, a canal in the, in the Harrisburg area. But he was a, a friend of Sam Houston. And um, this, this uh, Cummings' dad actually sent boxes of rifles from the Pennsylvania State Arsenal, uh, paid for by, by uh, Cummings' father. He sent those to the Alamo at San Antonio. Wow. So uh, some of the armament used there uh, was uh, sent from the Pennsylvania State Arsenal. And, of course, these, uh, these three uh, fought and died at the Alamo. They were, uh, there were 15 Pennsylvanians at the Alamo. Uh, actually, probably a 16th because one was reportedly sent out to uh, uh, to carry uh, uh, messages from what was going on there. Uh, again, the exact number of defenders isn't really known. Uh, Santa Ana uh, killed all of them there. There was unconfirmed reports. Uh, basically, we know this from Mexican records. Uh, one of the uh, Mexican uh, uh, officials who was there did write that a number of men were captured, probably about seven, and that one of them was probably Davy Crockett, and they were executed the next morning. All of the remains were burned and uh, and the ashes buried at the site. And of course, the Alamo itself is now a, a national shrine, and it's uh, <laughs> even a bigger shrine, if you will, in in Texas. Yeah. But, uh, you know, th- this is something, it was 187 years ago today that the 13 days ended with a massive charge of Mexicans. All of the defenders, let's say, let's give it the maximum number. A- at most, there were 257 defenders. We know there were several thousand Mexicans, uh, and, and we know that between 1,000 and 1,500 of those Mexicans were killed taking the Alamo. Hmm. Amazing. <clears throat> and and there's yeah, always yeah. is an area connection. And uh, yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> uh, I, when when you texted me about this, I, I remembered we talked about it on the air before, and I said this is worthy of a, a yearly remembrance. It truly is, the Alamo. Absolutely. And, and uh, again, it isn't, it isn't, uh, strictly a Pennsylvania remembrance. It's certainly gigantic in Texas, but it's part of our history. And and because of the Pennsylvania connection, I think it makes it even more part of our history, meaning us here in, in northeastern Pennsylvania. Well, fantastic. David Cosmo, thank you as always. And whenever you've got local history... 
you bring it to us. I appreciate it. Will do. Thanks. And, and I look on. forward to talking to you Friday because we're going to preview your uh, Bob Cadaro show on TV appearance, which will be this Sunday at 1130 a.m., David's on, uh, well, he's always been on the other side of the camera, but, but he's, it's the first time he's being interviewed, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, one, one of the first, other than for Agnes, I guess, uh, the, the Agnes flood, uh, yeah, normally I ask the questions, but uh, in this case, uh, you, you trumped me. <laughs> I just love that you're the subject uh, and the power player this week. Uh, David DeCosmo, the Alamo. We'll talk to you Friday, my friend. Thank you. Uh, Navy guy wants to know. He says he's in California doing Navy stuff, and he can only listen till ten thirty. How do I get that fifty dollar hybrid certificate uh, uh, gift certificate? I'm going to give it away right after the ten o'clock news. In fact, we're gonna we're gonna do a a, a call in for the Highbridge House fifty dollar gift certificate. Uh, right after, while we're doing uh, Monday Musings with John Perillo. So that's when it's going to happen, Navy guy. We'll, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually moving it up a little bit because for you. So you could compete for it. A bunch of other people texted in. And they're saying that the cut to SNAP benefits is the removal of, uh, meaning for, for food stamps, that Tommy P. was asking about, is the removal of up to $90 extra a month for the pandemic. And now that the pandemic is considered over, they are stopping the extra funds. And then another says, Bob, they are not cutting SNAP. They are just going back to what they were pre-pandemic, Ed tells us. So that's that's the story. Um. So and, and somebody said that you know, uh, with people asking about the the snap cuts, they're actually not cuts; they're the elimination of uh, temporary increases that were in place related to the pandemic. But at the same time, you're getting caught with Bidenflation and this reduction in your benefits. It's it 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 ain't easy. That I can guarantee you. Well, welcome to the Club for Common Sense. We do provide to you a sanctuary of sanity on appointment radio. And uh, we're honoring today Carl Cayley of Shikshini, 26-year U.S. Air Force veteran, radar technician. Thanks to Barney Smith for sending that in. And uh, I've got a bunch of them tomorrow. That uh, Joan Hodawanitz had sent me. And I fa- I got received a birthday card from the 630 uh, mass gang at the cathedral. How nice. I, <laughs> I know Joan organized it. And we are all afraid of Joan. So, you know, <laughs> if she says you're going to sign a card, you sign the card. But nevertheless, much appreciated. Much appreciated. Uh, somebody takes it in. Uh, morning, Bob. David DeCosmo is a great choice for your TV show. He's a local icon that brings wisdom and knowledge to any topic. And, and he is, isn't he? And he's just, you know, he's history itself, David DeCosmo. So the other guy that I want to get is our own Frank Andrews from WILK. 
And another guy that I think of immediately, too, is Mark Davis, who I had the great pleasure for my first year or so, actually a little more than a year, of he was the news guy in the afternoon. And when I would have, I had them, he and David DeCosmo on, remembering the Agnes Flood. Uh, It was a remarkable show, frankly. And the two of them, because it's not always the case, they're not, they're just, they were great reporters, but great historians at the same time. And so, yeah, David DeCosmo on the Bob Cadaro show on TV. Uh, and, and I'm happy you agree with it. Somebody asked me, uh, I got an email, uh, and, and I'm answering David. The, uh, he was asking his son is a Marine. He lives out in the Sacramento area and he was wondering if there's any way he could, I could send him the interview with Charlie Tanzitz. Um, Remember that August 22nd show, which I've talked, I talk about incessantly because I loved it so much. It was so, it was just unique. And uh, Charlie's still with us. We lost our other friend who was on that show uh, talking about their World War II exploits. Uh, But that is available, going back to August 22nd, on uh, podcasts. You go to the WILK News Radio uh, site and you go to podcasts and you look up August 22nd and you should be able to download it. I'll send you an email to that effect, but just so you know. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 